I was raised to believe that the Bible is a book of morals, that it defines good versus evil for us within its pages. In the Garden of Eden, however, there were two trees. The tree that brought death was the tree that contained the question of morals, good versus evil. The other tree was a tree that brought life to all the aid of its fruit, the tree of life. Is it possible that we've been asking the wrong questions, chasing the wrong thing by seeking to be moral? Let's run an experiment. Rather than seeking to define and live by good versus evil, let's flip the question. Let's define life instead. But to do that, we must first seek it out. So join us as we derish chai, as we seek life. Hey everybody, welcome to the Derish Chai Experiment, the show where we just finished the three-year cycle of the Torah, and what a journey it has been. I know that if nothing else, this three-year deep dive into the Torah from the perspective of life, it has blessed myself immensely, and I pray that it's blessed you as well. But we're not done yet. There is more to come from the Derish Chai Experiment. And we'll get into that in just a minute. But I've received a few questions, and there's some few house cleaning things that need to happen before we get into that. So let's go through those first. Uh, first off, I have received several questions about how it is that we were able to go three years in just 143 episodes. How do these translate? First off, as I said before, I did a bit of modifying the original three-year cycle that I borrowed from Tim Hegg at Torah Resource. But understand that the three-year cycle, it's not something that's set in stone. I've found several different ways of going through the Torah in three years. The breaks, as I have modified them, they're simply another way that these books can be split to cover approximately three years. Now, the cycle, as Tim Hegg proposed it, was 148 Parshas, but that still doesn't equal the 156 weeks that occur in three years. Well, in the three-year cycle, we have to understand that there are breaks that occur in the course of the cycle to allow for some of the major holidays, things like Passover, Shavuot, Sukkot, etc. And while I didn't always provide a teaching at these break times, I did work in some weeks of special episodes, and I did take a break off for Sukkot every year. And it was in this that we were able to make up those extra weeks. But the first episode of the Derish Chai experiment was released in March of 2019, and here we are, finished with the cycle in February of 2022. So even with all of these breaks and with my own modifications to the cycle, we've only missed the three years by a month. Uh, also, we should figure in that I released the first five episodes daily and not weekly, which then shortened the time frame by, guess what, one month. So with all of this, we actually hit exactly three years in this three-year cycle as we've gone through it here on the podcast. Now, moving on, I would like to issue a correction to a teaching that I gave earlier. In episode 110, and repeated in several subsequent episodes, I made a claim. In that episode, I made the claim that Israel stayed in the same place of Kadesh for 38 years. This was an inaccuracy on my part. When going through all that was being said in the Torah and in the books of Numbers and Deuteronomy regarding the journeys through the wilderness, I accidentally conflated two places together. I suppose that there may have been a bit of confirmation bias on my part also that blinded me from exploring these movements just a bit more. 
It fit my own experience for there to be a time of intense movement and growth, then followed by an extended period of simply sitting and waiting, followed by yet another period of intense movement and growth. And so there is the possibility that I looked to my own experience and then imposed this back onto the text. However, we should recognize that there are two places that are named Kadesh in the book of Numbers. There is the Kadesh that Israel sent the spies from in the area of Paran, and then there's a Kadesh in the wilderness of Tzin. This was the area where Israel was when Miriam died in the water trial of Meribah when Moses was disqualified from entering the land. These are two different places, and only one of these places is specifically named in Numbers 33, which then helped in throwing me off from grasping hold of this. So I would like to offer a bit of a thank you to Mark, a listener who pointed out this discrepancy to me, and I would like to offer an apology to the rest of you for this oversight. Please understand that I am not above correction, and when I do make mistakes, I like to hear from you guys to correct me in those mistakes. Uh, It's only through being caught in your mistakes that you are able to learn and to grow. Continuing on, in the introductory episode of the podcast, all the way back those three years ago, March 2019, seems like it was a completely different world at that time. But I mentioned that we had plans for things we would do moving forward with Derish Chai as a organization. But in the past three years, there's been only one project that we have pursued intensely during this time. Unfortunately, SWAP, the Share with a Purpose event, that clothing drive that we've organized for seven years leading up to 2020, had to be canceled due to COVID for the last two years. There were requirements that were being placed on us by the venue that we used just to be able to open the doors to an event of this nature, and it was quite oppressive to say the least. And because of this, we were unable to organize this event. Now, we are hoping that this year we will be able to once again hold a swap event in late summer of 2022, so please pray that we'll be able to figure out all of the ins and outs of accomplishing this work with the limited resources that are at our disposal. The only other project that I've had time to work on during this time is the Patterns of Life Bible, which has seen a lot of growth in the last few years. Two years ago at Passover in 2020, we released the pattern version of the Torah for public consumption. And since then, we've released the Gospels, Acts, and the Prophets. In that time, we have had thousands of unique visitors from over 109 countries, with those numbers increasing daily. As of right now, the entire New Testament, apart from one book, is finished and is available for those who are donors to Derish Chai. We've not decided on a public release date at this point, but look for it for some time in the spring. And this release will include all of the rest of the New Testament, except for the book of Revelation. I know there are a lot of people who are looking forward to this book, to see it in its pattern form, but as I was going through Revelation in preparation for the second draft, I realized that the current first draft form of the book is, frankly, it's unusable. And so we've decided to go back to the drawing board with this book and to start over from scratch and see if there's a better way to organize the patterns that are in it. Now, this will cause the book to be delayed a bit as we re-examine the patterns of this book, but we're confident that the end result will be a much more functional resource than what we currently have. I have a suspicion as well that there are a few other books that have already been released that could stand this treatment of being reapproached from the beginning. 
But again, those will have to wait until the entire Bible has been released before we will have time to go back through these books to discover if there might be a better way to present the patterns within. Just rest assured that once we get done with this initial release of the patterns, we're not finished. We will continue to delve in and to reveal other chiasms and parallelisms as we find them in the text of the Bible. That being said, once we're done with the New Testament, all that's going to remain is the writings. Psalms, Proverbs, Ruth, Lamentations, Esther, Chronicles, and books of that nature. Basically, anything that hasn't yet been released. And we're going to begin working on these once Revelation has been finalized and not before. That being said, anyone who wishes to support this project through a monetary donation will receive early access to the books that have been completed and are awaiting release. Some of the books, such as Romans and Ephesians, have been available for close to nine months at this point for people who have been donors. But that means that right now, if you were to become a donor, you could have access immediately to Romans, Ephesians, Colossians, First and Second Timothy, the epistles of John and Peter, and more. There's no wait for us to release it publicly. They're all available right now for those who support this project financially. The easiest way to support the project financially is to go to our Patreon page and just simply sign up as a patron. Alternatively, you could go to our main site at SeekLifeSC.com and click the donate button and make a donation via PayPal or using cryptocurrency. Once you make a donation, you will receive a login credentials that will then grant you access to these books that have been finished, but which are not yet available for public consumption. As for other projects that I mentioned in that first episode, that introductory episode three years ago, the rest have been put on hold. That is, until now. I mentioned previously that I had ideas for several books, but these books, they've been kind of been put on hold and haven't really been worked on until recently. In recent weeks, though, I have spoken to a publisher about several of the book ideas that I have, and the feedback from them has been quite positive. I have started already on one of the books, and I'm over 100 pages into it, and I have plans for several others that I can jump into as soon as I complete the first draft of this book and get it sent off to the publisher. As soon as I send it off, I'll begin working on the second book, the topics of which I'm kind of keeping secret right now until any kind of copyright information can be secured. Once that's secured, then I will be announcing to the public what those books are. Just how long these books will take to complete, however, will depend a lot on how much time I am able to devote to these projects as well as every other project that we are working on right now. But with me not teaching in the local community for the next year, I hope to be able to get a jump start on some of these and to get them out kind of quickly. And that leaves the question of the podcast. What's going to happen to the podcast? We're done with the three-year cycle. We're done with the Torah. Are we just going to keep on going through the rest of the books of the Bible? I'm glad you asked that question. First off, when I say that I'm not going to be teaching in the next year, that simply means I'm not going to be crafting any new teachings as I've done for the past several years. I am still leaving myself open to the possibility of delivering teachings that have already been crafted. So for the next three weeks... I'm going to be presenting a series of teachings that I delivered at Sukkot this last year. These teachings take much of what we've learned in this experiment, and then it attempts to direct these teachings into practical applications. And they feel to me like a good wrap-up of this three-year dive. After that, though, we'll be taking the podcast in a completely new direction. 
we will still be exploring the ideas of viewing the Bible and our own lived experiences through the lens of life and death. But the format of how we're going to do that is going to shift a bit. Rather than me delivering a teaching on a portion of scripture, we're going to move into a conversation-style discussion of the wisdom books of the Bible. We're going to start with Ecclesiastes, then move on to Job and Proverbs, but not necessarily in that order. And during this, I will be joined by a very special guest, my lovely bride, the only person who I trust implicitly in this world, and my best friend. We're going to be reading through these books and then talking about the implications of these wisdom books and attempting to wrap our heads around what they have to say and then how we can then apply them to our lives and how they all kind of communicate with each other in their different styles. These three books are the closest that the Bible gets to any sort of real philosophical discussions. And so we want to dissect this threefold philosophical approach to a biblical worldview. Uh, during this time, we may also have some guests that will come on the show with us to speak about their own ministries and to join us in our discussions of these books. Now, I, for one, I'm pretty excited to move on to this next phase of the podcast. And I know of at least one listener who I've bounced this idea off of that has expressed just sheer and utter excitement at the prospect of the show going in this direction. Once we're finished with these wisdom books, I will be returning to a teaching role, and we'll begin a dive into the New Testament, specifically one of the Gospels, because I really want to dig into and parse out just how our Messiah and the early church applied these lessons from the Torah that we've just gone through, how they applied them in their own lives and teachings. So that's the plan for this podcast for the next several years. And that's basically it. I know this is a very short episode, clocking in at around 15 minutes. Woo! Short-winded today, but that's fine. In closing, I hate doing this. Anybody who knows me knows I hate doing this. I'm not the kind of person who just asks for donations or money. The last thing that I want to do is to come across as someone who is trying to enrich themselves on the expense of others. But if this ministry has blessed you, I would ask you to consider returning the favor. We have a lot more to go and a long ways to go. And the more support that we receive from listeners and from people who are being benefited by the work that we do, the more time we can then devote to bringing you more of this content that we're working on and the less time I have to spend looking for odd jobs and other ways to bring in money to help feed and support my family. So if the content that we're bringing you is something that interests you and is something that is blessing you and is enriching you, then I humbly ask for support of Deir Shchai, especially as we move into this new phase of exploring the Word of God from the perspective of Deir Shchai, this perspective of life, seeking life as opposed to death. I thank you for your support and for continuing to listen. We will continue to move forward even without your support. We will continue to move forward and put out content, but just understand that the more support that we get financially, the more content we'll be able to release for you. So thank you so much for all that you've done for us and for all of the support that we have received up to this point. And we ask that your support doesn't just stop at any kind of monetary, but that primarily that you support us in prayer. That is something that we could really use a lot of support in, and it's something that would bless us perhaps even more than money. We just thank you so much 
for all of your support already. We thank you so much for allowing us to have a voice in your life. Even if you don't agree with us, even if you think that we're completely off base, at least considering the ideas that we're presenting. We thank you for opening your hearts and your mind to allow us to be there in your life with you. We ask that you continue as you go through life, as you look at the world around you, as you make choices and decisions, that you continue to ask these questions of life and death, that you seek life in all that you do, and that you seek the God of life, that you seek the King of life, and you seek to enter the kingdom of life. That's truly the gospel, in my opinion. So seek life in all that you do. Dereshkai. Shalom. Thank you for tuning in to Darius Kai. If you would like to find out more or support this ministry, head over to SeekLifeSC.com. That's SeekLifeSC.com. The music was provided by the Exodus Road Band. Check them out on iTunes or ExodusRoadBand.com. We'll see you again next time as we Darius Kai, as we seek life. Shalom.